Welcome to Last Man on Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I am flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt holds the record in his high school for banging the most cheerleaders. Mark likely never to be broken since the school has now eliminated the male cheerleading squad. <laughs> ah, it's a gay joke. I like what you did there. This week's show is sponsored by Donald Trump's raccoon eyes. You're scaring the shit out of little children, but you want to look like a bitter Florida retiree, Donald Trump raccoon eyes. Those are fucking freaky. Like, how does like someone doesn't say to him like you look fucking freaky? Dude. It's starting to get weird. But how do you get tanning whatever that is spray tan onto your like eyeballs on right below your eyeballs? Oh, you have to. Wear, I think he goes in the in the booth, right? He goes yeah, in the booth. He's or, got those little. So he wears those little mini goggles, those little swimmer goggles or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Painted or something. He colors his hair. Why can't he color his eyes? Maybe he should stop doing what he's doing altogether. Yeah, I don't know. It's a New York, Florida thing. They just do it. I don't know why it is. It's, it's an old person thing too. When they get older, they do that. Couldn't he get a real tan? I mean, as opposed to orange, you mean? Like, well, they're going over policy stuff. Just sit him out in the patio get a real, instead of being well, inside is that the office. Mel, you don't want the president to get melanoma. <laughs> uh, if you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter, Last Man Podcast, or on Facebook, also at Last Man Podcast. By the way, if you want to uh, sustain yourself during sexual intercourse and you want to think about something that might help you last, Donald Trump face is like a really good one to focus on. The fucking hair in that face. There's no way you could ejaculate from tanning naked with those weird goggles on. <laughs> now you've gone too far. <laughs> you think he has like a little goggle marks around his groin and stuff like that where he tans? It's a little penis, like a little penis exception. I think chicks get a tiny mark on the small of their back. Um, the thong or something. I think it's like where your ass touches the thing or something. People should really stop doing that. It's really bad for you. Yeah, it is. Painting yourself seems like a bad idea. I think just going to the sun is better. All right, on to the show. Uh, let me ask you, Matt. I know every night you light a, a candle. You're very religious. You light a candle and you kneel down and you say your prayers. Uh, if you can catch a falling star, that's something you like to do as well. All your folks, all your thoughts and your, your, your hopes and your prayers have recently been focusing on seeing Caitlyn Jenner naked. <laughs> so let me tell you, son, you're about to get your, your wish is about to come true. Uh, SI, Sports Illustrated, which used to be, uh, cover sports, uh, now does mostly bikini girls and occasionally showing fat girls, to be fair to them, uh, has announced they're going to put Caitlyn Jenner on the cover of their magazine this summer. Uh, Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, to celebrate what they say is Bruce Jenner's, the 40th anniversary of Bruce Jenner's 1976 gold medal decathlon win. But it's obviously just a play for attention. Is this not, Matt? First, let me ask you, gut reaction. Caitlyn Jenner naked. You're going to look. You're going to look, aren't you? Yeah, I actually, I didn't know they were milking this for a month in advance because yes. I just don't, I didn't know anyone would they care. They are milking Caitlyn Jenner I, naked. I for it today because I wanted to see it. You did. You Googled that shit, right? Yeah. That's on your history now. Something happens to you in the FBI and searches to find you. They're gonna, the one clear they're going to have is Caitlyn Jenner naked on your search, on your SEO, uh, your Google search. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, uh, let me ask you, what part are you hoping to see most? Uh, or is it the whole the whole experience? I, I don't know. Are the tits real? What's going on with the tits? Uh, I don't believe the tits are. Uh, point of no, point of note. Do you know that uh, tits uh, were invented by China? The wrestler recently died. Hmm. Had special tits designed for her because she's a bodybuilder and a big woman. Yeah, and they had to invent special kind of implants that would work for that kind of woman, so they didn't like go over her her armpits or shit like that. Like it had to fit like a big beefy muscular woman. So they're like maybe softer or something. They're, they cover a wider expanse and they're a little softer, I guess. And they're for female bodybuilders basically. And apparently that's what Bruce Jenner got in. 
plant it. That's what he had done because he's six two and two hundred whatever he is. He's a big dude. Yeah, you can't just go in and get like little little petite you know Kardashian tits. You have to you know they're big tits, but they're small for smaller people. So he apparently has China. The China model tits are named after China. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they have the same a little tits. Wikipedia fact. For I always just thought Wikipedia they kind of did. Um, like an A, B, C, like what do you want? But I didn't know it was that complicated. But that's a that's like the the inflation size, right? Right. But then it would be if you put like you know a five foot two inch tall girl getting a C, a C or D cup versus like Bruce Jenner who's like twice her size. Yeah, it would, would look really weird. It would look like little plums or something. Yes, and also if he ha- if he got yeah little plums is a nice way of putting it. <laughs> so do you expect to see uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner's little plums? And is this not the biggest? Corporate sellout, schmaltzy uh, scam by SI to say they're having uh, Bruce Jenner naked on the cover at Caitlyn Jenner. When in fact, A, that's a horrible idea, and B, she won't really be naked. Yeah, super pathetic. I don't really read that many magazines or really read that much of anything. But um, Your fetish mags are all online now, right? You know, Sports Illustrated is a division of Time Warner, and I think we can admit that at this point it's just a label that they're bilking until it dies. Sports but, Illustrated? Yeah. Yes. It is, it is. I would say this. It's very illustrated. Uh, there's very little about sports. However, and they have a tremendous selection of hot, almost naked uh, Eurasian women in bikinis. It comes, mm-hmm. out, comes out really all year round now. But this is just a, this is just Excel magazine coverage. Did it again. ever? Was it ever real serious with covering sports, or was it always? It was like a for dummies, right? It always had SI? a lot of photos, didn't it? No, SI was. I mean, it's been around forever. It's been around since before ESPN. SI was a big. Uh, I mean, it used to be a big thing to be on the cover of SI. Mm-hmm. Like all, like Michael Jordan was on the cover of SI. Muhammad Ali. It was always like there was a curse associated with it, but it was also like that's when you really had arrived in sports. So I think it was more in the in the they never made it in the digital era, right. and their magazine never really made it. And now they're like just putting naked people on the cover. So this, yeah, this would be the end of them officially. And they didn't even do a good job of explaining why the fortieth no. anniversary. <laughs> Since when do people celebrate fortieth <laughs> anniversaries of anything? Isn't that the uh, tranny cock anniversary? The fortieth, <laughs> I believe. Uh, and by the way, I would uh, honestly, the more I think about it, if he actually was fully naked, that at least would be like newsworthy. Because I, everyone kind of like probably they don't want to think about it necessarily, but everyone would want to see what Bruce Jenner looks like naked, what Caitlyn Jenner looks like, like naked, the, like the genitals, the tits and the cock, and they would like at least it would be like it'd be something you'd probably peek at, right? You want to see what it looked like, uh, not for pleasure purposes, but just like you know, tra- I've you know, never rubber ne- rubbernecking like tranny uh, vagina before, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I want to know. Okay, I, mean, I wasn't speaking for you; I was speaking for Brian. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to see it, obviously either. No, I would look, I would look. I just, it's not that I ever seen a tranny thing that pops up in the porn thing or something like that, but I just think what Caitlyn Jenner looks like naked would be of interest to people at least. Uh, with all the surgery and what everything you could do that was possible surgery. But the fact that they're going to drape her in an American flag, so you're going to cover up all those parts, this is just them appealing to this Time Warner diversity. They have a chief diversity officer who keeps trying to put like fat women and old women on the, on the cover of the bikini bikini yeah. magazine, and now they're putting Caitlyn Jenner on stuff. Since when does a, a magazine for men put a, a transgendered uh, naked person on the cover? Right. And if I was a transgender person, I would be kind of offended because it's like, well, this is the first one. Why don't you get one that's not 60? Yeah. Six, six, 65, 65. Yeah. And um, also one that isn't just sort of a gay dude pretending to be a woman so he can suck a dick and not be, you know, have right. to say he's gay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's been confirmed that Bruce Jenner actually is transgender or if he's just a, a gay dude who wanted to like hide out, hide the fact he's gay. Well, there's that theory. I mean, I believe that he that's might have just not had any more ways to get attention because he's not interesting whatsoever. That's a good theory and, too. Um, 
But I, who was telling the story? Uh, someone told me that they knew him a long time ago. I heard this on an interview or something, and um, that he always wanted to be a, a woman. Way yeah, back. no, he started taking uh, hormones in the eighties, like not long after the Olympics was over in the eighties. After his first wife uh, disappointed, a disappointed wife left him, he started taking with his second wife in the eighties. He started taking horm- female hormones. He was growing little breasts like back then. So there is that. There What's is the that. point of that. What if you're gonna have breasts? What? Well, you know, he didn't have the he didn't have the augmentation surgery. He was just taking the hormones, um, which is an interesting thing. But not as interesting as the fact that uh, we're about to see that naked that naked tranny cock. Matt, let me ask you: uh, Did you not think Caitlyn Jenner would be over by now as a topic? Yeah. After the ESPYS last year and that whole like thing, it was like the f- first few months, and then you thought, okay, that's it. They've exploited the shit out of this. Oh, I don't know. All this trans stuff is in the news about the bathrooms and the sort of hateful bills passed in the South and. Um it seems like it's really benefiting uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh yeah, got got rid. Show just got re up for another five. Which million. almost makes me think like some handler or some publicist was like, "Okay, we're going to see how this tide's rolling, and now's when you make this announcement." Because <laughs> um, if if she wanted to be a woman twenty years ago, why now? You know, it, it, e cha- e channel. There was no e channel. Yeah, big money now, big if, money in this. And this, like you said, this is a this may be an offshoot of the whole Kardashian reality thing, and the whole fame, the fame and fortune from like being a public spectacle that didn't exist twenty years ago. People didn't make money by being a public spectacle twenty years ago. Right now, it's it's a profession. So, are we going to say that Caitlyn Jenner? What was the verdict on that? That Caitlyn Jenner won the medal, or they got to change it to Caitlyn or something? I, I, you know, as you know, I go by Wikipedia, and it says Bruce Jenner, but it says knee, it says formerly Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner. So, well, then Caitlyn Jenner didn't win anything. She well, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. She's going to be wearing the award in the cover of the magazine because well, it's going to be covering her nipples. It. She that, stole it. That medal's going to be covering her, her fake nipples. If this is such a normal thing, I mean, I know a lot of women get, you know, cisgendered women get breast implants, but uh, how would we know that you were really a woman? I mean, I guess just the clothing. But if he didn't have the breast implants, then it would just be like, well, this is just a dude, right? Yeah, well, I'm gonna, that's why you're going to have to super magnify the photo and take, <laughs> take a look for yourself. I'm getting kind of creeped out by this conversation now. This feels like something that grown men shouldn't be talking about. But it is on the cover of SI, which is something that grown men have to talk about. So here we are. Uh, I say remove the flag. Undrape the flag. First of all, who keeps the flag afterwards? You don't want that. You think a flag, you're going to buy the flag after it's been on Caitlyn naked? You don't, you don't want that flag. Like selling used panties. Uh I think SI is dead. I agree with you. It's it's a horrible move. It looks stupid. I can't imagine anybody who's been reading it for sports for however many years is going to keep their subscription up. Uh, I demand at least another football telephone, one of those uh, football phones. <laughs> <laughs> if I keep if I keep rolling on SI, they haven't had an article I've read. I don't think in eighteen years. Wait, are uh, you supposed to drape yourself naked in the flag as far as like flag handling protocol? Or I'm like guessing old military guys. I'm guessing old military guys who haven't themselves already become women are going to be very <laughs> upset about this entire thing. I agree with you. This is a, this is a uh, patriotism flag burning issue let's turn to something like that honestly this is a time warner si issue and it just shows how there is just there's no i mean forget this is pro-gay anti-gay lgp whatever this just shows there's no journalism standards anymore in, in, in magazines whatsoever they're just doing whatever they can do to get attention yeah this is the end they're no better than reality tv fuck you time warner yeah, uh by that. the way and stop raising my bills and rate limiting my uh downloading my porn they just merged with uh, comcast last year. Yeah. awesome thanks all right, Matt, let me ask you. I know you favor the girls who have a little masculine edge to their face. 
Uh, <laughs> you've always mentioned how <laughs> women, uh, you love the tickle of a woman's mustache. Um, and the fact that it can uh, give you lock you up in a half Nelson and, and restrain you, you always find very, very arousing. It can be sexy when they have the, the husky voice sometimes. The cigarette, like the cigarette voice? Yeah, like the Scarlett Johansson, like, hey, bring, can you bring me a Coke? Uh, um, you think she says that? That's pretty, that's just not, I think that's not the best example of sexy voice. No, it was a it's not working, not working for me. That sounds like a homeless guy outside the 7 Eleven. <laughs> Dip, dipping. Uh, rumor Willis, uh, the Willis, Willis, uh, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore have three children as far as I know. They're three sisters. Uh, they used to all just be three drunk sisters, like just drunk, young drunks. Uh, rumor Willis got herself together and she, uh, she won Dancing with the Stars, which is a thing. Uh, it's not something that we watch necessarily or we, we follow, but she won the competition. So she's, that's an achievement. Let's call it an achievement. Um, she has a jawline, a square jawline like her sister's, just like her dad. And it's been a curse for her, I would say, her entire life. Uh, she's claimed she was bullied because of it as a child. Uh, she went through a lot of it. You know, you can imagine in the very high-end elite private schools, being being the girl Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's kid was probably really rough. She probably did get made fun of a lot. I think she probably did behind her back because I bet she had all the good weed and stuff like that. <laughs> Mom had some great drugs. Uh, she claims that uh, Vanity Fair took a photo of her and her sisters and that they photoshopped her jawline to make it look a little more sleek and slender and ladylike, if you will. And she claims that's, that's a form. She posted the photo, even though no one had seen it. She posted the photo, asked everyone else to take the photo down and claims that the photographer and the post-production people were bullying her. Uh, let me ask you, Matt, is somebody making you look slightly more feminine when you're a woman <laughs> actually bullying? And is bullying just a too large a term? Is it too general of a term for us to use in, the, in 2016 anymore? That's one of the larger stretches of the word bullying that I've heard. Because, um, you know, I guess it could mean anything. Just anyone making you feel slightly uncomfortable could be bullying. But yes. I remember kids getting their asses kicked, you know, just really getting punched in the face yes. and and usually they were by the way really inferior kids like kids who couldn't defend themselves obviously they were yeah it wasn't like tough kids were beating up tough kids it was tough kids beating up like weaklings yeah and you know making them cry and stuff yeah and, that was a fun um, part i love doing that shit i don't i'm not saying that was the good old days but i mean at least we were honest about stuff you know uh what did your bullies make you do did they I make got, you look did you ever look poo did you have to look poo no when i was a a freshman in high school, well, right before I got to high school, there was this big thing. It was right, you know, I'm technically a millennial, so they were taping, duct taping kids naked to the flagpoles and stuff. And the parents like freaked out and they were like, all right, no more bullying. And so that was like right when I got there. So these seniors made me show my butt crack at a party. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's disturbing. Uh, and really super gay. They were nice. Yeah. I don't like, st I, 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 any story, any story about bullying that gets into like guys making other guys do sexual things or revealing things always makes me extremely uncomfortable. I feel like that's a borderline. I'll let jock stuff, that sort of yeah. jock fraternity stuff. To me, that's not bullying so much as it is sort of just latently gay guys like figuring out schemes so they can get other guys naked. Uh, naked I, I think you had to be there. There are a lot of girls there. It was more of a humiliating thing. Um, but still a lot better than getting your ass kicked. And even or being taped or being taped naked to the flagpole. And and quite a bit worse uh than someone photoshopping uh what many would characterize as a physical defect. Yeah, wouldn't you want somebody to photoshop you and make you look better in a photo? I think that's a great thing. Now if it's if it's obvious if I think here's the problem. So she has this jaw, everyone knows about her jaw. So when they fix the jaw, everyone's gonna notice. 
So she can't just like, she can't put the picture out there because then people are going to go like, oh, you had your jaw. Like, that's not your jaw. Right. So I can see that argument from her, which is like, people are going to think I asked them to do it. So get out in front of it and say like, everyone knows that it's not her real face. So get out in front of it and claim she was, she was a victim. A lot, a lot of celebrities now are saying they're victims of Photoshopping. Right. And they're posting the real photo. Uh, the claim of bullying seems to go a little too far. Yeah, yeah, and especially since they never even released it. And I don't know, they were, they said that it was some kind of just the angle of the lens and it distorted her face a little bit, which isn't true. <laughs> they called her beautiful, too. That's when you knew they were lying. It's really kind of sad. We think you're beautiful. Oh, please. Just She's stop obviously the- super insecure about her job because she made such a big deal of it when no one would have ever noticed at all. I think somebody would – what happens now with these magazine pictures is they've been photoshopping magazine, airbrushing photo magazines for decades now. But only in the last few years have people started to call people out for like the photoshopping. I mean magazines – we photoshop every photo we print. Magazines photoshop every – now sometimes they do it to an obscene amount like that Kerry Washington photo. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even look like the person anymore. But they're always shaving cellulite off. They're giving people like clear, clear skin or things like that because that's what people want to see in magazines. I don't want to buy a magazine of a model and see pockmarks on her face or acne on her face. Right. So they clean it up. It's a perfect. It's a. You've talked about this before. This is models. They're supposed to look like models. Uh, a perfection. You know, they're 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 fake in many many ways. Mm-hmm. So this is bogus now, where people are like calling out celebrities and saying. You know, you're, you're not. You don't really look like that. You're shaming other. You're shaming other women by pretending to be better than you are. Yeah, I can see that. And also, they gave her a photo shoot with her two sisters who do absolutely nothing. Yes, they like, drink. They drink and take photos of themselves. So, like, they really were kind of throwing you a bone there. And yes, helping you out. Like a jawbone, if you will. I don't know if you get paid for doing a photo shoot. Uh, no, it's just promotional. Yeah, so but they're indirectly helping your career out and oh, yeah, for your sure. popularity. So to say they're bullying you when they may or may not have accidentally just did something that, like you said, has been going on for a long time is way out, uh, way out of line. You sound like a spoiled fucking brat. You do. Do you think you, you feel like punching her in the jaw? <laughs> well, it wouldn't be hard. Do you think to she has a glass contact. jaw or is she tough? <laughs> She looks a little bit like like a she looks like a young Lee Marvin to me, which is a little rough. I mean, isn't isn't it unfortunate when you are if you're the child of like famous you know movie star parents, good looking parents, and you're not good looking? That has to be rough, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, when they're known for being good looking, um, but you know he should have known Bruce Willis when he was fucking like. Well, this is a very strong feature. Right. There's a very good chance this will be passed on. And whereas it you hope it gets passed on to your son. Right? Yeah, you know, the Schwarzenegger thing is all good, but yes. you, there's a 50-50 chance here uh, that you know some might not work out that well. I thought about that with that kid that Schwarzenegger they, they fucked into the, the the maid kid that he had they fucked like and she had a baby. Yeah, and you see the kid and they're like, is it his son or not? You look at the kid, it looks just like Schwarzenegger. That facial, that chiseled facial. That's feature. how they found out. Yeah, that's how they noticed. But I was thinking like all I could think about was what if you had a daughter and she had that if she would have had that same fucking face oh god that would have been fucking horrible at least the kids like oh you look like your dad Arnie but like if you're a daughter that would have been that's absolutely a good point. Horrible. that would be frightening yeah I think that's what I think about at night when I try to go to sleep <laughs> that's why that's why I have nightmares uh, rumor will is just can it that's just you when you when you use the word bullying, so what happens when these words come along, bullying, whatever these 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 buzzwords come along, people end up abusing them horribly, and you know like Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner with the transgender stuff, whatever it is, and then the real transgender people hate you, and so Rumor Willis got a lot of hate from real people who were really bullied, like you were with your ass crack uh, mm-hmm. penetration story, whatever the hell that was. I'm trying to put that out of my mind. No <laughs> there was no no there was no penetration. 
Uh, that's, that's only I a never mis- suggested. That's that. only a misdemeanor. Then that's not a felony. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, but the, the, these inevitably these words, and everyone just clings onto these words because we live in a victim victimization culture, right? Where everyone wants to be a victim of something. Yeah. So, but it'd be body shaming or bullying or something like that. Like you said, you could any, anyone can claim that at any time. That word loses. Its yeah, because it's totally narcissistic too. Because it's never someone else got bullied and you're stretching it way beyond <laughs> its normal context. Yes. It's not like oh, the lady next to me in line at the bank they asked her for a slip and I feel no it's always me you know yes. it's always I was bullied uh, when in fact I wasn't so it's something yeah. to think about when you're using that word the fact that uh, this is not like 50 cent asshole. this is not 50 cent bullying an autistic kid who works as a janitor in the airport right <laughs> that's bullying I mean that's bullying that's picking on a picking on an autistic kid who can't help himself who's picking up trash I don't even airport. know if that's bullying it's definitely not cool at all no. but I don't know if the kid was aware of it until it's, like, har- it's, it's like harassment it's cyber bullying it's harassment let's put yeah. it that way all right. horrible stuff alright Ruben Willis uh, tuck that jaw tuck that jaw <laughs> you're taking taking on Mayweather that's all I gotta say uh, like you said I mean Matt you like girls with the masculine feature so she shows up with that she shows up with that jaw and some like python biceps you could be going pretty hard with her she's single Next you know time. the right light i mean just put her in like a, a room with that's similar in color to her skin tone so yes it kind of blends in with giant furniture so her chin looks smaller by comparison yeah. love it Matt, let me ask you, uh, Emma Watson, uh, who you loved in all the Harry Potter movies, I think she was 12 when she first started them, so let's not talk sexy about her. Um, <laughs> she might be 15 now. I don't know. Uh, she's, done, she's done some other things besides Harry Potter movies, but I don't know what any of them are, really. She seems to have done, like a lot of kid act, teen actors become famous and end up having to do indie movies when they get older because they're almost too famous from like their movie roles to actually do any any big tentpole movie. Right. So they end up doing or they just hate themselves for doing it when they get to be 22 and they go, "Oh fuck, I just made like seven Harry Potter movies." And everyone calls me Hermione. So now I'm going to do like these really radically horrible like art films just so I get a new rep for myself. That's how I think of Emma Watson. She's also by the way UN ambassador for women's women's issues. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I they asked me to do it, but I was not available, so they picked Emma Emma the Watson. ambassador to uh, Everyone? Women to women. Like, yeah, she's uh, the ambassador to women, ambassador to women's issues. And she has a, a campaign called He for She, which is to get men to support women because, you know, men don't support women at all. And uh, it's not to blame men. They used to blame women, used to blame men, but now they're just asking men to do the right thing. What is this vague bullshit? I, I've been watching the <laughs> NBA playoffs and they have a commercial that says lean in, yes, lean to in. support women. Yes. And I'm like, how? Yes. Can you explain like just a little bit of what this retarded notion is that you're talking about? Like, you want to get your message out. Yes. But your message, apparently, you can't even articulate your message. Maybe no. it's not that good. Also, by the way, aren't people who lean in kind of creepy? Isn't that a creepy thing to do? Leaning Lean in? in? Yes. Well, that'll get you charged yes. or something. I don't know. I mean, get, how about all in? Isn't all in like a better concept? Like lean in is kind of like, I don't, I'm kind of for women, but I'm not sure I'm for women. I'm just going to check it out a how little about, bit. What, how about you leave me the fuck alone? Why are you insinuating that I don't treat women well? well I'm, okay. I'm fine. So there's a, new, there's a new wave. I followed all the, like a surfer. I follow the waves of feminism. And there's a new wave of feminists of women's rights and women's thinking, which is that like, okay, we attacked men for so long. I said, man, you're horrible. You don't, you mistreat women. And now what we're going to do is appeal, just like that woman who was going to do the consulting for the Lakers on, on how to be a better man in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Her philosophy is the same philosophy she, she feeds into it, which is that like, we're going to tell men to be a better man. You need to take, you need to be respectful to women. So we're not saying 
we're not directly saying you're bad, your men are bad. What we're saying is that men have the power to step up and help women and be your better, be your better male. That's sort of the lead. Kind of a patronizing, maternalistic uh, type. It's what women think men will, resp- <laughs> men will respond to. <laughs> you know, By women, doing what? Like tipping extra? No, like, well, like, the well they're, saying, they're trying to appeal to their machismo. They're saying like, if you're a real man, this is you'll treat your women night. You'll be like extra chivalrous, right? Like they're knightly, they're knightly instincts. So that's what they want. They want like special uh, powers, privileges that other people don't have. Yes. Well, then guess what? You're not going to be equal in the eyes of the world if you want special. Uh, privileges. But they just want the men to feel be their best man they can possibly be, as opposed to the inferior man that they are right now. <laughs> it's a thing too you saw from the, the White House campaign about sexual uh, sexual assaults on campus that like men have to stop the sexual assaults on campus because men have to like stand up for women and stand up to other men and be the better man and like get involved and stuff like that. That's the whole lean in thing. It's like you're supposed to actively actively be a better man. How about women in America? I have, by the way, I have no interest in doing that. It just seems like a lot of work, and I'm not sure what the actual payoff, what the payoff is. Well, I don't really listen to things that people tell me who I don't respect, so I, I just don't see myself doing that. But I don't know. How about U.S. women help men in other countries who are poor and be a better person? What about that? Uh, you could be the U.N. ambassador for that. I haven't appointed <laughs> that yet. By the way, there's like 17 celebrities are U.N. ambassadors now. Uh, I'm not sure why we have so many ambassadors. I'm not sure we have U- the real U.N. ambassadors to begin with. Uh, but fake U.N. ambassadors always seem to be up to no good. So Emma Watson, if I may get back, I know sexism always raises your dander. <laughs> uh, Emma Watson made a uh, had a dress made, the big Met Gala. Uh, you were not invited to this year. I, I missed out my invitation as well. It's the place to see and be, uh, be seen and see and all that kind of crap in Manhattan. It's all the wealthy celebrities and everyone comes out to support the Metropolitan Museum by wearing like $20,000 dresses and $50,000 necklaces and shit like that. And then they talk about helping the poor. That's extremely important. And by the way, my belief is the, Metro, the Met Museum only exists so that uh, student filmmakers from NYU can have places to gorilla shoot. That's, it's like it's in every single fucking New York film students movie That's is like funny. some scene from some scene from the Met, you know, and it's always gorilla shot. You can tell because they do it really quickly. And they probably have to run. <laughs> and it's always like a, a disgruntled kid who hates his parents and they're always talking to someone at the Met. That's every every new NYU film student movie I've ever seen. Uh, she made Emma Watson, if I may return to that, made a, had a dress made for her by Calvin Klein, uh, who is still, I believe on the down low. I'm not even sure. Uh, woven out of recycled plastic bottles, threads made from plastic bottles. She claims this is the future of fashion. Fashion could save the world. It's innovation in fashion that will do great things. And also that fashion and recyclable fashion is a women's issue because women take most of the third world garment making jobs. Matt, would you please shit on this idea from Emma Watson and explain <laughs> explain why fashion is just ridiculous to begin with and any idea that like people's silly hobbies can save the world is just idiotic. Yeah, that's I mean, I can't even believe that she's not disbarred from her symbolic position at the UN yeah. for saying something. No, is, you can rape a few house you can rape a few hotel maids and keep your I job. I mean, no you wonder want. we have like international poverty and famine and disease. This is a person directly affiliated with the UN saying that Building, making your stupid ass dresses that, you know, serve no function or purpose in society, realistically, except just driving some economic factors. Just pretty pretty baubles. It's like something a stupid person would do. I I really think that dumber people are more into aesthetic things. Um, Yes, I agree with you. Being being a person who doesn't doesn't care about their look, I totally agree with you. (laughs) Although, I will say in the converse, not giving a shit about how you look does not make you smart. True. (laughs) True, true. 
There's uh, yeah, there's posers out there. Yes. A, lot of, a lot of hipsters. Yeah, uh, they're disgusting. Yeah, just like just like wearing lesbian glasses doesn't make you cool. <laughs> um, Sorry, Bry. So she's <laughs> <laughs> she is she saying that what just that that recycling a little bit will help save. Here's what, what she's really saying is that she's still as a celebrity and an actress. Even this is a tough time for people who are very, you know, liberal in the environment and liberal in women's issues, stuff like that. Cause she still has to be involved in this stupid ass Met Gala thing and still put on a $20,000 dress and still have to do all these things that are clearly, clearly antithetical to like a, a socially progressive life. Yeah. And then they have to make all their, as far as I can tell, this is just a way to make excuses for that. So I'm not going to wear a gown that was made in Indonesia in the slave factory. I'm going to wear a gown that Calvin Klein spun for me out of recycled Evian bottles. Yeah. Just like that. And therefore I'm doing my part to save the planet and everyone should be inspired by this. But in fact, if you just fucking wear a t-shirt and jeans, you're going to be. <laughs> so everyone should buy like $50,000 gowns. Yeah. Calvin Klein is, you give, send your recyclables to Calvin Klein. He's going to fucking shred up and tear it into dresses. Well, I don't is... know. Obviously, the, obviously a shitload of mechanics went into building this dress. So it's not like, yes, this is Which not like everyone it even more impractical. Yeah. Probably end up costing $50,000 to make the dress. So no one could afford this. People aren't going to wear outside of the, the 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 slums of Brazil. People aren't going to wear plastic bottles. That's not going to happen. I think it's refreshing when people just admit, "Hey, I'm pretty into myself. This is something I enjoy. I like looking at myself in the mirror and selling stuff and making money." And so this is just what I'm going to do, and not trying to tie it into a social cause because you, you, it's so far of a stretch that you just sound stupid when you do that. That's why the Satanist movement is caught on. You know, it's people that are just upfront about being like heathenistic. Yeah, you like that, huh? So you think if, if like a, a vapid fashion person just told you they were just into fashion and superficial shit, you would respect them more? Slightly. Really? I, I still wouldn't have a ton of respect for them. I kind of, I kind of respect the people who lie a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, we've had this conversation before. I like the parents who lie to their kids about how they never did shit when they were younger. I like like the the priests or like the official teachers and principals who lie about the fact that they were only did good things when they were young. I kind of like that. I kind of respect people like that. I always just look at. Her name's Emma Watson. Yes. That I call her Hermione. You know, she was in these Harry Potter movies, and so they appoint her as this ambassador. And there's this really smart person somewhere at a university or working for a think tank that's just going like, oh, I should have that job because I could have actually said something kind of intelligent <laughs> about this. Yes. And how there is a way to provide clothing for people that need it with natural resources. Sustainable, or, like organic clothing or whatever. And she – Kind of like someone tried to hammer that into her head and she repeated it and failed. But what do you expect, man? She's a chick from the Harry Potter movie. She doesn't know shit about anything. Well, like I'm a, as you know, I'm an avowed anti-socialist. Uh, but even I can say like if you just spent $10 billion less on, on wasteful fashion and spent it on the public schools, we'd have much better schools. I mean, if you're really going to go that way, if you're really going to go the way of saying I'm, I want to save children and women in the environment – just not buying clothing, not buying yeah. expensive clothing, overly expensive clothing. Everyone needs clothes, uh, except for you when you had your butt crack penetrated so in freshman <laughs> high school. But everyone needs some clothing. But you, you could buy a $30 pair of pants instead of a $300 pair of pants and donate the 270 to some worthwhile cause. Isn't that like really the progressive yeah. answer? That's why it's so offensive is because it's, you know, she's trying to have it both ways. She wants to buy all this stupid shit. And she also wants to claim that that's somehow doing a favor for this fucking starving naked babies and it's like yeah fucking a lot of, starving a lot naked of babies 
Also, by the way, there's this thing, I, and I've mentioned this to you, that bothers me a lot. It's like when people like Emma Watson celebrities or rich people say, like, I'm going to stop buying shit from this factory in China or Thailand or Vietnam, Bangladesh in this case, uh, because they, they all the women in the factories are mistreated. They make 15 cents an hour. They're locked up. They have to shit their pants, whatever else. I'm making shit up now. Uh, so if I stop buying stuff in that factory, it's going to be much better for them. Uh, what happens to those women when they, when they stop hiring them for, for those crappy jobs? Aren't those women in those crappy, their women are in the crappy jobs because there's nothing better to do. Like that's, they're not there because like they were passed on like a job at like, you know, in consulting or advertising or something like that to go do the, sew, the garment sewing. Yeah. If you take away their $5 a day they're making, and there's not, again, it's not like this Bangladesh has a great like government subsidy program. Yeah. It's you like start, you basically starve, you basically starve to death. They're doing it so they don't starve to death. Right, I think it's a kind of a willful ignorance on the, on capitalism because, and no one really wants to admit that. No one wants to say, "Well, shit," you know, when you buy this stuff, then that is contributing to that. So it's like, oh, we'll think of a way to spin it in a very transparent way. Um, but you know, that's going to be the the case with anything that you buy. There's some American corporations going to be fucking over some people overseas. And hell, you know, yes, you Donald have to Trump. admit that when you buy stuff. Well, yeah, or don't buy it if you don't buy it. But you have to understand if you don't buy it, like if you don't buy like panda bear skin shoes, they probably don't make those. Uh, if you don't buy those and no one buys them, eventually they stop killing panda bears for the sh- for the skins or whatever. Right. I get that part. But if you stop buying like clothing because it's in a factory where they people in a country made in a country where they don't pay people shit, those people just have no jobs and they just starve and die. Yeah. So it's a little different as opposed to going there and helping them advance in their life somehow or getting some job skills. All you're doing is just costing their job. Well, I learned from watching Shark Tank that um, younger people buy stuff now based on a story Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like traditional advertising. They can kind of see through a little bit. So they they really sell these things through social causes, which is really fucked up if you think about it. They're not. How, first of all, how can you authenticate any of that, right? Yeah. And two, it's 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 it's, it's well, just another have, way of manipulating. It's just another way of manipulating people to buy things. What about all the companies that you know, you, like Tom's shoes? You buy one pair of shoes, and they give a pair of shoes to some kid that doesn't have shoes. I get behind that. That's a lot more of a practical uh, idea than whatever she's talking about. Yeah, is that how you get your shoes? So I bought a pair of Tom's shoes. Did you get the uh, reciprocal pair? I don't know. I want. I want <laughs> some. Oh, I see. What <laughs> and how do they know you don't have shoes? Just like some guy call you, like, "Hey, you have shoes? No, I got a pair for you." Like, yeah. Are you line up? You put, kids you know? in Africa. Like those shoes suck. I yeah. Don't those. Oh, those poor girls. Oh, God, I can't watch. Speaking of late night TV, which we weren't talking about, I can't stand those commercials. But the, late, the girl, like Mar- Mar- it's always named Martha. She's always in Costa Rica, and she's always in a village where there's shit running through the middle of the village, and she has no shoes to get through the, like the across the shit, yeah. like the river of open sewage. And I like, can think, like, if you just give her 60 cents, she can have shoes. I'm like, how about I give you six bucks and you fucking shut that sewer river off so the kids don't have to fucking climb through shit every day to get to, you know, the picking the, the, the bananas or whatever they're doing. I don't know. Uh, it's a very impractical. Getting shoes for people because they live in an open cesspool is not really the answer to the, to the problem. Right. It's fixing the cess. It's thing. It's fixing the cesspool. Uh, I would donate to that. So anyhow, enjoy your Tom's shoes. Uh, Emma Watson, you have no, two net down votes from us, right? 
Uh, I'm not buying anything made out of recycled. By the way, then I have to think about who drank out of the bottle. Do you like wipe the tops before they weave the fashion? It's like homeless people. It's like the dude in the shopping cart collecting the bottles. He brings them in the Calvin Klein's back door. They start spitting the shit. As I mentioned, BPAs in there, which can kill you. It's yeah. plastic that gives everyone cancer. You know, you got it rubbing all over your skin all, all day. That might not be a great idea. Nasty. And by the way, she says she's going to wear it 30 times to make it more sustainable. I would be willing to bet everything I own she's not wearing that dress 30 times. That is not single. She asks people to commit to wearing whatever they buy 30 times. And I'm thinking like, wow, if that's your threshold, I've worn my jeans 500 times. Yeah, that's how out of touch <laughs> these people are. How, I, it's like, oh, I usually wear it twice and throw it away. Yeah, yeah. If you can go 30, if you just wear it 30 times, we'll save the planet. I'm like, I've worn all my shit like 500 times. Are you kidding me? I didn't watch it. Go away. Recycle yourself. Uh, Matt, here's an issue uh, Henry wants to know about. He writes an email. Uh, I know uh, STDs are near and dear to your heart. Um, it's an issue you uh, uh, research a lot on Google when not searching Caitlyn Jenner naked. <laughs> it's uh, often the question, what do these bumps mean? Uh, <laughs> why am I red in my private areas? Uh, Carlos Martinez, uh, who sounds... If you didn't know what Carlos Martinez did, you would just assume he's a pitcher in the major leagues. Yeah. Because I believe there's 40 guys named Carlos Martinez <laughs> in the major leagues. I mean, Martinez actually has to be the most common name in baseball. Uh, Carlos Martinez is a starting pitcher for the Cardinals. He's a, he's a, a very, uh, he's well, make himself very well known in the league, good pitcher. Uh, he had to travel. Don't you hate this? He had to travel from St. Louis to Miami to participate in a trial because he was being sued by a woman for giving him STDs. Uh, my first question to you, Matt, is uh, should you be able to sue people for giving you STDs? And my second question is, uh, how many lawsuits do you have, Penny? <laughs> so she was like trying to get pregnant. With, she was having unprotected sex with them. That's what I'm saying. You have to have if, – if you have unprotected sex with somebody and then you get an STD, can you sue them? I don't know. I, I mean I would try if someone gave me herpes. I'd be really pissed, but I wouldn't imagine actually following through with it. I'd just be like, well, my life sucks now and I'm – Kind of gross, but yeah. What about if you were a poor woman who was uh, trying to hang out with baseball players and you sued him for one point five million dollars because now he's got a big contract? That makes it a little different, doesn't it? I think there's, yeah, I think there's different. If ways you can get one point five million dollars for your herpes, now you got a now you got a case, right? I mean, if someone. The thing is, guys, I wouldn't trust anyone or any person just by that I didn't know. Yes, saying, hey, do you have any STDs? No, I don't. Well, aren't you aren't you by nature always having sex with someone you you don't really know. I mean, you at least haven't known. I mean, maybe you date for a few weeks or months or days if you're me and you're awesome. Uh, don't isn't everyone you have sex with sort of a stranger that you don't really know about? Yeah, I guess so. But that's why they have condoms, which is what you're supposed. Well, to that's use. my point. So if you're not using, if you're not availing yourself of protection, haven't you sort of given up your right to sue somebody when they when they give you an STD? I think so. I mean, it sounds like he did actually lie, but he might not have known that he had it. He might not know what herpes is. He might just well. Think he, it's according to her normal. case, she gave him multiple STDs. So you got to better get your get right past herpes because there's something else back there too, and I don't know what it is. They don't test you for HIV in the major league baseball, right? Uh, they probably do test you, but it's probably kept completely confident. Oh, that's what I meant, right? Yeah. Right. So it's not really like do they suspend you for having HIV? No, they don't do that. They don't. No, that and. Boxing. That's in boxing, I think, because uh, you bleed a lot. Uh, well, here's the thing. So she claims that she asked him, she grilled him and made him swear he did not have an STD before she had sex with him. And then she still got an STD. 
Is grilling someone and asking and staring to their eyes and asking for their honest answer, is that the same as the protection of a condom? You got to understand that when a guy's ready to go, you know, his mind is not, he will do anything to attain yes. that prize, yes. uh, you know, short of physical. He, he just told you he loves you, okay? He just told you you're beautiful <laughs> and that he wants to be with you forever. Yeah. Are you, are you buying all that too? And then he tells he you that he likes your music, that right. you're a talented singer. Um, and even though he's leaving in the morning and doesn't remember your name, he really is. He really cares about you, and he has no STDs. And it's in Miami. Yes, uh, you kind of deserve an STD if you have sex, unprotected sex in Miami, just from the get go, right? Yeah, and the the other thing about it is, so she's obviously kind of a loose woman. So there's wow. What about him? Why that's sexist? Why do you think she's a loose woman? He's not a loose guy. Because he's not getting pounded in any of his orifices. But he was the one with the STDs. Yeah, he has sex with a lot of loose women. Um, Fair enough. I'm, I'm buying. I'm buying your chauvinist argument. I'm I mean, that. it is easier for a, a guy to give a woman herpes, for example, the receptive partner. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how would you? Know? She's clearly does this. I, I would doubt that this is the first baseball player she's tried to have sex with. Um, wow, you know a lot about this woman just from the fact that she's got she's got STDs. But how do you prove your STD? When your virus shaming her when it's someone whose reputation is maybe less than perfect? Can you prove? Can you, by the way, since you know so much about STD science from all your research, can you prove like who it came, who the virus came from? Like, no. can they test you for like a certain like strain of the virus or something? Like the sheen. Well, I mean, like if she had sex with ten dudes and she got herpes, could she actually make him take a blood test and prove it was from him? No. Okay. And, and so, if you kind of establish that she's somewhat of a slut, then you can't really prove who gave her herpes because the lawyers would just be like, "Yeah, she had sex with ten guys uh, last year." And it worked for Kobe Bryant. That's how he got off, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't have uh, someone else's semen in your panties when you're claiming that was <laughs> a little different. I mean, I just like to say semen in panties. <laughs> um. No, it's true. But here's the thing. Imagine yourself as a poor, uh, poor, struggling, uh, hustling girl in Miami trying to get a, a baby from a professional athlete. And all you end up with is a fucking uh, a gonorrhea or a fucking herpes or uh, I can't name anymore. You're going to be pissed. That yeah. sucks. So you're going to sue for $1.5 million, right? She can't. I don't think she can win the case, but she's going to get something out of this, right? Besides the demon bumps. I don't know. Can she? Can they not reveal who who she is because her um, identity? Since she's accusing him of something sexual or something. No, like I think that? they can. Just no one would know who it is. Oh, okay. Well, I would say it's not. It's worth a it. it's a civil case. It's not a criminal case. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then, then um, if she was a if she was a rape a sexual assault victim, then there would be that double standard where the newspapers wouldn't publish her name. Because they don't do that of accusers of people of men who, for rape. But we can find out her name. Yeah, let's look her up and party with her. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I mean, I'm going to yeah, wear a condom. Low job is probably safe. Uh, wouldn't this ruin your reputation? Hers Any, anywhere? Yeah, I don't know. Don't you just assume any girl you meet in the club who wants to have sex with you immediately is has an STD? Isn't that just a safe assumption? I think it's a very safe assumption. <laughs> yes, I mean, I don't, maybe it makes her look like oh, she's good to go. I don't know. Some guys like this shit. There's there's a weird thing too. This guy's I think he's a Dominican ball player. There's some weird thing about like having the baby. We talked about this many times like having babies and unprotected sex and sort of like that like. If I have a baby, that's great, and all this kind of stuff. There's some weird thing going on in those, like the black culture and the Hispanic culture, where like the unprotected sex is just rampant. Yeah, uh, that's why AIDS is spreading in those, in those, you know, 
in those uh, subcultures because they just don't want to use protection. Yeah. And, and it's probably so common in certain circles that it's not even thought of as a, a big deal at all. Like in the comedy circle, for example, yes. I, I don't even think it's considered an issue. What's the STD? Like herpes or, or HPV or something. Well, it shouldn't affect your job, right? Is that something like, is it something you could ask before you perform? Do you check off a list? <laughs> is there like a form, like a HIPAA form you have to fill out? But some guys like me and a lot of other type, uh, nebishy type guys, you know, they freak out if they see bumps on their dick. Some guys just shrug it off. You know, they just go about their day. And yes. So now they kind of have herpes, but they never really acknowledge that they have herpes. They, you know, they just... Uh, keep lifting, keep lifting those weights and, and shaving their chest and going at it. Pretty much. Wow, men are really horrible. <laughs> That's really bad. That's why men. Don't, I think it's one reason why men don't go to the doctors. They just don't want to know the shit they have. Yeah, like they want to be told. Because once you're also once you're told, then you're on the hook for it. It's just a whole guy stick their head in the sand kind of thing. Uh, this guy stuck his head in pussy, and it's just a, it was a bad thing. So, uh, Carlos Martinez, I don't know who to believe. I don't know who to believe in this. I feel, I feel, I feel not bad for both people in this case. I feel like he gave her, he gave her multiple, by the way, multiple STDs is bad. I can see you explaining away one STD. If you gave someone multiple STDs, that's a lot tougher to explain. Yeah, that means. Like, I'm sorry I gave you, and then you have to provide a checklist of shit. That's just, that's just rude, right? Yeah, that means that he's got a lot of STDs, because what are the odds? That's an STD cocktail you just gave somebody. Yeah, he's. He's not healthy. No, that's not good. All right, uh, everyone, if I can give one message to the audience, is uh, use protection, please. Uh, I don't really give a shit, but you know what? <laughs> if, you want to, if you have any money in the bank or you just want to not have shit popping up on your dick, just use protection. If you don't want to have anxiety about whether or not you have an STD, that, that's probably worse than actually getting it. Once you got yes. it, it's like, oh, who cares? Every time I hear someone say a condom is not 100% effective, I want to punch them in the face. <laughs> right? It's just so fucking stupid. It doesn't. So yeah. So, so let's not use the thing. It's like ninety five percent effective because not one hundred percent effective, as opposed to you pulling out, which is really going to work really work really well. Yeah, and that's always based on like some guy that doesn't know how to use it. Or, yes, or some like Santeria thing where you're going to pour like Diet Coke and the <laughs> Mentos on it or something afterwards. I don't know. I now I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> Uh, Matt, let me ask you, uh, Lee Daniels, uh, apologized to Sean Penn, had to apologize to Sean Penn. I think, I mean, did you, before the story came out, before you did your vast amount of research, did you not think Sean Penn was, had beat Madonna, was a, guy, a violent guy? He actually has been arrested for, he's been charged with beating male paparazzi and stuff like that through the years. But did you not believe, commonly believe the story that he beat up his wife, Madonna? No, I, I didn't really. I mean, I wouldn't say I I did not believe it. But, but you've heard the story before. Yeah, I've heard Madonna say that he tied her to a chair and beat her up. But it's it's kind of hard to tie someone to a chair with their fighting. It seems like she was into it. Maybe he went too far. Baseball bat's a little too far well, for she, your like slap <laughs> me in the face. Happy you know? happy. Ass. Oh, that was a little too hard. Now you beat me. <laughs> Madonna's so sketchy, man. Like I don't know. I don't believe Madonna. She's sketchy, but I mean, Sean Penn does have a history of uh, violent behavior. Uh, so there is that. There is that. And back, this is back in the 80s, too. I think there was also some uh, drug and alcohol use. I don't want to assume we pretend really dollars, so I'm going to say alleged uh, drug and alcohol abuse. Uh, but Lee Daniels, who made the fucking crappy movie The Butler I had to see, uh, which, by the way, is a horrible, mediocre movie that was somewhat based on the premise that people might want to see uh, Oprah Winfrey topless. Which was really, really bad. She's topless in the movie. She's like showing. She's like it's this floozy in one scene. She's kind of drunk and she's kind of half like her clothes. I'm like, ah, oh, no, that's it. 
fucking call the butler, turn this shit off. <laughs> it just it was a good movie. Now he does a show Empire, which I guess is fairly popular in Fox. I've never seen it. it. Nothing about it appeals to me whatsoever. It looks like just Dynasty, but with like for black people, basically, with hip hop music. Just a so over the top soap opera. Uh, Terrence Howard's in the show. Terrence Howard, uh, uh, admittedly punched his, well, he said he slapped. She said he punched him in the face in front of his kids. He got in a lot of trouble for that. Uh, Lee Daniels said, uh, it's racist, basically claimed it's racist that Terrence Howard took so much shit for that when guys like Marlon Brando and Sean Penn beat their wives and no one gave a shit about it, basically. Well, Terrence. Howard has punched several women, like <laughs> yeah, on court record. That's he's, a lot different from a couple of people that got fucked up and whatever. He's admitted he did it. Sean Penn has denied he admit, admit uh, that he beat his wife. And in fact, he carries with him, like I, I believe he carries with him. I like to imagine in his breast pocket, like a laminated letter, like a laminated official uh, sworn statement from Madonna, who for some reason swore out a statement saying he never he never hit me. Um, if you have to ask your wife for an affidavit that you never hit her. As far as I'm concerned, you hit her. Um, but he carries that with him. So he was able to prove in court that he never beat her. So he sued Lee Daniels for $10 million for mentioning his name as a wife beater. And Lee Daniels tried to defend himself by saying, well, everyone thinks that you beat your wife. And there's stories about it. And you Google. if you go- He actually said if you Google Sean Penn domestic violence, mm-hmm. like thousands of entries of Sean Penn beating up. Beating up his wife it sounds like an argument that a fifteen-year-old kid would have on the playground with, a, with like an eighth grader. Well, you don't want to lose ten million dollars. You got to you got to come with something. <laughs> uh, but there is no there is no actually. It turns out there is actually no hard evidence that Sean Penn beat up Madonna. There's no police report. There's no hospital report that exists. There's some hearsay testimony from police officers who claim they think it happened. Nothing official. And the Madonna wrote this uh, this swore out the statement saying he never hit her. So uh, Lee Daniels was fucked. So uh, instead of $10 million, uh, Sean Penn demanded an apology letter. Uh, it was a fake apology from Lee Daniels, wherein he profusely uh, talked about how awesome Sean Penn was, which you know Sean Penn read and just fucking masturbated to. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. The whole idea was just to humiliate the other guy, right? Right. And then Lee Daniels proceeded in a second part, as he had to do, to talk about how he was a victim of racial injustice because he really just wanted to talk about how black people are oppressed and white people are not. Here's my question to you, Matt. I don't really have a question, but here's the question I'm going to make up. Uh, isn't basing racial injustice on the fact that a black wife abuser uh, who punches his wife is treated more is treated more poorly than a white wife abuser? Is that not a great is that a great stand for your your argument? No. Even if Sean Penn had punched Madonna in the '80s, you know, comparing that to the guy that's on your show and saying, "Well, he did it too." It's just stupid. They they teach you in preschool not to do that. You know, well, if he does something, that doesn't mean that you do it too. Um, it's just an, an ignorant way of of rationalizing it. And I thought it was funny too that apparently they're kind of writing Terrence Howard off the show a little bit or diminishing his role slightly. Well, he claims he was pre- – he claim- I think his argument that he was pressured that he was pressured to do something, something about Terrence Howard, some consequences for Terrence Howard. Whereas Sean Penn and Marlon Brando, you mentioned Marlon Brando, never suffer consequences of their domestic abuse. I would go the exact opposite way on this and say, so you have a guy that's on your show who's punched several women. Many. I don't oh, know, he can t- he can beat up a few women at a time. Three or four to. different women. He's a pretty women. tough guy. And you know, it's a problem in the black community, probably a little more than the white community or other communities. And have you so, been listening to the Lemonade album by Beyonce? You know, you being an influential type guy, you defending his behavior basically or normalizing it. I would say that's quite, quite a bit more fucked up than anything else. He's basically saying if white people can get away with being their wives and black guys should be able to. Yeah, but that just 
that means to me that he thinks it's kind of normal. Yes. You know? Yes. And by the way, uh, Lee Daniels, in my uh, research, uh, do you know Lee Daniels was beaten badly by his father uh, when his father found him trying on his mother's shoes? Oh. Yes. He was, he was in his mother's heels, and uh, his father beat him with an electric cord. Uh, which is why, by the way, one of the things I love about, I don't love, I shouldn't love this, but I do love it. One of the things I love about like, uh, uh, sort of like a subculture, minority culture, some of the sort of subculture stories about abuse as children is the really creative ways in which their parents beat them. Yeah. Like they wasn't just spanking. Like I think, I think white people spank each other. Like they spank their kids. Yeah. And like the black community, especially there's like, it's always like, go get a branch off the tree, <laughs> get a switch, like pull an electric cord, who pulls an electric cord? Like give me I the electric cord. a lot cord. of it's added for effect, honestly. <laughs> you think so? Because if someone says, you know, he beat me up, it's like, the more details you add, the more sensationalized it's going to sound. I don't know. Yeah. Like the white community, you get like spanking. And if it goes really far, really extreme, it's like the hairbrush. But the black community is like, go get the dog collar. Give me a yeah. fork. I need a fork and a yardstick. Tie a wrench to a chain, <laughs> swing it around. And- I just see some like, like the dad's like, the dad is just popping in once a week, drunk from the bar and like decides on some crazy ass like punishment to do for you. So it's always around the beat around the genital area. There's some like, there's always scarring and all stuff like that. It goes back to uh, uh, good times when J.J. Walker was a, they were always worried that dad was going to, I mean, this is a show, a progressive show about a black family. And he was always worried if they got in trouble, his dad was going to beat him so hard he couldn't sit down. Hmm. That was like, you know, that, people laughed about that. thought it was really funny. So <laughs> fucking racist stereotypers. Um, I don't know what we were talking. <laughs> what were we talking? Oh yeah. Lee Daniels and Sean Penn. Sean Penn did kick some guy with a boot. I remember that. Uh, a cameraman, he kicked him with his boot. Dude, old dudes who wear boots are going to kick you. That's just what's going to happen. <laughs> that's just, that's 100% of the time. If you see like an old guy with boots, he has boots on for one reason. It's to kick you. He lives in Malibu. He doesn't really need boots. He's going to be violent. He's going to kick you. I, I, I he's never... definitely got a, he's a testosterone junk. He's, he's a super macho yes. guy in the sense that he wants to be seen as being super macho. Um, who incidentally are sometimes the kind of guys that, that do beat women. Um, but I think that Sean Penn is secure enough in his masculinity that he doesn't feel the need to, I mean, I don't know why I'm speculating on it so much, but no, you're kind of defending Sean Penn. Like you want to be in his movie with El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's okay. You can kiss his ass if you like. Uh, I happen to believe he's a, he's a roid rager. Um, and he's got, he's, he's 60, whatever he is, 60 years old now or something like that. He's got these mass muscles. He's all like shaved head. It's all worked over. He just looks angry, way too old to have strong, big old muscles. And he's doing some kind of shit. And then the gun collection and all that stuff. And you know, uh, what's happening too is guys that smoke, they go on Chantix mm. and it says, uh, in the commercial that it might make you psychotic. Beat up Madonna. And yeah. Yeah. Well, that was after that. But. What if he beat it? What if he got Madonna's letter when he was beating her? What if he beat her again? and made her sign this letter. Well, I, wait, so she wrote a letter. You're saying that I'm defending him, but she actually <laughs> wrote a letter saying that she was lying, more or less? No, she never said she, never said she was lying because she never publicly stated that he beat her. She'd always say we had challenging times, we had rough times, it was very very rough, and, and she, I didn't even say she even said abusive at times, but yeah. she never clarified that he, that he actually beat her. She never filed charges so against him. So let's agree it sounds dubious. Why couldn't he have found a better example? There's plenty of white guys that have legitimately, yes. on the record, beat up women. Yes. Um, uh, why, don't, why not bring up Denny Hastert? He raped you know, high school wrestlers on canoe trips. I'd just say, like, look, Denny Hastert got off and shit. My, my guy punched a few women. This guy fucking, you know, uh, Matt Ralston, a few people against the uh, at, a silly, par- at a party. So what, does Sean Penn come back and say, what about OJ? He beat his wife and he murdered her and he was black. Like, <laughs> yes. where does it, what's the point? I don't know. I think I agree that everyone, all these people are just really fucking stupid. Yeah. 
Uh, and by the way, he should have he should have gone for the ten million dollars. That would have been amazing. That's the one thing I do appreciate about the Hulkster and the Hulk Hogan with his trial against Gawker. Yeah, is that he actually went through the whole fucking humiliating process <laughs> to get the money and exposed so much nasty, embarrassed the shit out of himself. But he didn't care. Like I feel like they'll never go through with the lawsuit because it's so fucking embarrassing. Uh, he actually went through the whole fucking thing for years. He just spent years on this thing. Yeah. went through saw to the end and won. And by the way, he's suing again. He's suing Gawker again for another whatever the hell. He's Which suing. is going to bring more attention to the fact that he dropped a bunch of in bombs yes. about his daughter fucking a black guy uh, he apparently doesn't care but you know in the court he was wearing the black uh the black suit the black yep. stuff i think he's going back to the hollywood hogan the yeah hollywood hogan, hogan giant cross and just everything just calling everyone uh and <laughs> bombs fucking people's wives right. uh i love it uh lee daniels i'm not watching any of your shows ever again or before <laughs> Now, let me ask you, uh, you're a fan of Canadian pop music. Um, I think you like Justin Bieber. You're a big fan of Michael Buble. Drake. Katie, Kate, Drake, Katie Lang. Uh, Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Uh, Neil Young. Pamela Anderson when she made a music video. <laughs> Neil Young. No, no one likes Neil Young. Uh, no, one, no, one, no one under 50 likes Neil Young. Uh, There's a music artist named Grimes, and I've never, honestly, until we saw the story, I've never heard of Grimes. And By the way, if you're going to pick a nickname for yourself, that is the worst fucking nickname I can think of. It's pretty stupid. Grimes is like, we talk about Harry Potter. It's like a, like a dwarf character in like Hogwarts who cleans shit or something like that. It's Grimes and it's some like deformed midget dwarf or something. <laughs> I don't know. Why do we call yourself Grimes? Like Rihanna makes sense or what are all these names? She doesn't like, even look like a Grimes. She doesn't even. She looks like kind of a, she's pretty cute, right? No, nah, she's not that cute. No, oh. no. For you, I think she's a seven. For everyone Instagram. else, like a four. It was her face was always kind of obscured. Maybe that's a. Warning. She, she, I, I, I. After my uh, three minutes of research, I call her like a Canadian Kesha, basically. Mm. Um, she does this dance pop music thing and dresses up in funny costumes and does like outlandish things and stuff like that to these like pre-recorded tracks made by a computer by Watson, Watson, the IBM robot when he's like bored, watching <laughs> out these songs. I don't know. Anyhow, she came out. She, everyone has to get every female artist feels obliged to mention the Kesha story. Now you have to use the Kesha case. Here's the thing. You have to use the Kesha case as a example of women in the music industry being either assaulted, harassed by men in the music industry, even though clearly nothing, even though nothing happened in the Kesha case and her cases was thrown out. You still have to use that as your as sort of your entree into the discussion. And then she just went back to making music again, like nothing happened. Kesha, yeah, yes. It's, it's uh, why would you use a, a case that was tossed out? And they always start by saying like, so what Grimes said was like, I'm not really sure what happened in that case. Well, you could Google it before <laughs> you could Google it and see that it was thrown out, and that Doctor Doctor Luke was completely exonerated, mm-hmm. or you could just pretend like you don't know that and say I'm not really sure how that case worked out. But anyhow, the point is, Grimes says she herself, as a music artist, uh, was also sexually harassed and, and, and propositions and perhaps potentially uh, uh, assaulted almost as she was trying to come up with the music business, which since I only heard of her three minutes ago, I don't know how long that process was. Mm-hmm. Um, she claims a record producer uh, told her specifically that he, he would only finish working her album with her, song with her, if she would come back to his hotel room and have presumably have sex with them. I don't think they're playing Risk. Um, I love the game. Maybe Risk. he just wanted to do drugs. He wanted someone to do drugs with. It could have been. A, it could have been an innocent explanation like that. Yeah. Um, and she claims. So she claims this is very common. Base. Everyone always has anecdotal evidence to, to explain how common it is. <laughs> it happened to me. Therefore, it happens to everybody. Uh, let me ask you, Matt. If a guy says to you, and this probably happens to you where you live. Uh, <laughs> I will only complete the service for you if you uh, come back to my place and uh, you know get friendly with me. 
Isn't that just typical guy behavior, basically? Is this something that like happens, another thing of those celebrities, especially in a tough industry for women, uh, is this any worse that happens in restaurants or bars or anything like that to get ahead? And by the way, she said no, and he still finished her album. So he was just bluffing. He was just bluffing. Yeah. It's just, isn't this just sort of typical male behavior that she's describing? It's as possible near, near she's sex? making it up, and he just asked her to hang out with him, and she said no. Yeah, or like he said, like I'm really tired. I'm not sure I can finish working on I this. I mean, guys will use any kind of angle that. Yes, can. that's my point. It's gamesmanship. Not, that's it's a point. Guys will say. I mean, look, we talked about this with Carlos Martinez and his multiple STDs. At the time of ne- approaching sexual be- sexual contact, or the thought that you might get sexual sexual contact with a woman, guys will say anything, basically, right? Yeah. And there, so we have to define this difference between rape, which everyone talks about, and sexual assault. And guys just being coercive because that's what guys do to get laid, right? Yeah. They're verbally coercive, emotionally coercive. So I don't know. All this, the ways you lie to your girlfriend to get have sex. Is she, let's see, he's a producer. So she's like an independent contractor, right? She's trying to get, I mean, you need, you need, you need producers. So like if you need Dr. Luke, you need producers to help your record not only get made, but to get heard, right? They're the yeah. gateway. The producers are the gateway to get yourself. There's, like you said, there's a thousand girls who can be Grimes. Oh, they don't have catchy nicknames. Uh, so to get a, above the fray, you have to connect with the producer. But I'm saying if what he did, let's just say he did that. He said, I'm not going to finish your album unless you come up to my hotel room. And she had a chance to say, no, I don't like that transaction. Yes. Is there anything illegal about that? Or is it just kind of um, sketchy? Not cool. I would say not cool. Perhaps uh, if oh, you mean as an employee employer relationship. Yeah, yeah that would be illegal. That would be illegal. Yeah, but I don't think she is an employee. No, I don't think so either. I think her name's Grimes. I think she was kind of <laughs> like, like this guy was making her into a thing. It's just like Dr. Luke with Kesha. She's not she's not Kesha the music star without Dr. Luke. Well, I think she, she you know, has a decision to make there, but I think if you aren't really talented and there's plenty of people that can do what you do and you want this position which uh, affords all kinds of luxuries and which is extremely hard to attain yet extremely uh, rewarding financially and, and with popularity and everything. There's probably going to be some things you have to do that you don't want to do. Like to They're become unpleasant. the president. Yes. You got to do a lot of shit to become the president. Yes. Just really imagine fucking up. kissing a baby. Would you kiss like <laughs> fucking 50 babies and shake strange people's hands and let pe- weird people touch you all day long? That's just yeah. fucking bizarre. That sounds worse than having to go sleep with a record producer. Exactly. I, well, it's- <laughs> and, and I think there's a dif- distinct difference between what Kesha claimed, that it would turn out not to be true, which is that she was drugged and raped, versus a guy propositioning you that you're working with late into the evening or whatever it is. I mean, it's yeah. it's still sketchy, skeevy behavior. I agree with that. But is it really that much different than a guy saying, like, oh, you don't love me if you don't sleep with me, or, like, my grandma just died, or whatever <laughs> all the shit guys say. Or, like, you know, I, I love it. Just lying about how much you respect the girl and how much you love her and how you want to be with her and you just want to get laid. Is this any wor- is it any worse than that, really? Well, it's dishonest. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not dishonest. It actually is honest. Yes. Although he did still finish the record, apparently. I think that she mistook what happened. I don't know. Because I think if a guy was a legitimate kind of creep, it would have been couched that way. It would have been more. Yes, that's like, the thing. Hey, why don't you blow me in this recording booth as opposed to like come up to my hotel room? 
you know, maybe she just misinterpreted the situation. Yeah, she's Grimes. She is Grimes, by the way. Uh, she, her music is out there. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think this is another example of where we have too broad a definition of rape or sexual harassment or this type of stuff. Where this seems to me this goes on like every single day. And again, if this guy was – would you say if this guy was leaning in, he wouldn't have done this? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Should someone have leaned in and assisted, him, assisted her? Should someone have stopped this guy and said, look, that's not how we, how we talk to women when we want to have sexual relations? relations with them not a condescending ad campaign at all the fact that i, I didn't know it wasn't okay to rape people no. well Thanks you should for informing me no if you don't i'll lean in <laughs> i'm not going to commit to always getting fully in there and stopping that shit but i will lean in i might take pictures uh all right crimes i don't know what the hell you're talking about this sounds like everyone we talked about this with uh, kelly clarkson and all these other people everyone has to jump in now with their story about this crazy thing again kesha claimed dr luke gave her drugs against her will or without her knowledge and then sexually assaulted her. That's a felony rape. You can't claim that you have a Kesha experience, even though that experience didn't even happen. You can't claim that experience unless you have a similar experience, right? You can't just say a guy said, come to my room if you want me to help you out. That's not the same thing. Yeah. And also when it's kind of in the court of public opinion, it seems like in the actual court, it seems like Kesha was a liar. So maybe stop referencing that. Uh, when you're bringing up your own stuff. Yes. No, but, but by the way, she doesn't know what happened in that case. She said, so, Oh, well, the judge, you know, made his viewpoints <laughs> yes. known. So if you're not real familiar with it, maybe defer to what he thought or she actually, it was a female judge. Uh, I don't know. Do they let women be judges now? <laughs> I, have to, I have to think about that. All right, Grimes, go away. I wanted today on our shit you not statement, Matt, uh, every week you uh, f- click on some clickbait article that you find on Facebook, some kind of <laughs> listicle, you won't believe number seven, uh, so-and-so. By the way, someone today said, like, it just listed, like, famous athletes, like, UFC athletes who had died. It said, like, Conor McGregor is dead. You won't believe how he died. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, is that like, I don't mind Facebook putting shit. Is that like, I mean, that's just obviously not real. Can you just say people died for a headline and then just... <laughs> Click on it. I go, oh my God, he died? Really? I'm like, I click on him. I'm like, well, he's not really dead, but you know, he might be dead if he continues fighting. Well, like, what? <laughs> like, that's, you can't, there's some things you can't lie about. Well, think about how many people are clicking on it. No, oh, fucking, I clicked on it. <laughs> I don't know. It's on face. I know mean, it's not legit. And it's probably a fucking click hole or one of those places that just lets you know not to click on it. Uh, anyhow, you click on that shit all the time. Uh, you take those IQ tests, it tells everyone they're a genius. <laughs> uh, you can spot patterns that only 99% of people can spot, uh, all those great things. Uh, you read a story this week about a kid in Mesa, which is in Arizona, a high school kid who, for his yearbook picture, pulled a particular prank, got him in a little bit of a jam. <laughs> what happened, Matt? They were taking the group photo for the uh, football team. Yearb- and- a yearbook photo, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, for the yearbook. And uh, he pulled his dick a little bit out of his pants, kind of above the waistband, for the photo, which is a, you know a broad, um, not a close-up photo whatsoever. Yes. You can barely There's see There's like 100 it. dudes in the photo. Yeah. And it was pretty funny. You know, it's a funny thing to do just as a goof. It's you not like, like you the like funniest. You like dick humor, don't you? Well, it's not, it's not like an amazing joke, but you do like 10 things like that a day. You're going to get a really good laugh at some point. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you may as well just go for it. Um, and so he was charged with 69 counts. It was like one for... Every, they charged him for every guy who was in the photo with him, right? Which doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> in Arizona. And then, like, distributing child porn or something. And they, they arrested him. Yeah, they arrested him. And, 
Yeah, and it happened like a year before you know they even noticed, and it's like I just don't get the motivation of making this a big deal. I feel bad for the kid, really, um, and uh, I just don't understand what's going on in this country, especially in Arizona, where this is how you know there's like a huge meth problem, uh, prescription drug abuse, and fucking tent city Joe Arpaio's a fucking Nazi, and you know they're what about their dick? On- what about their dick problem though? What about the dick sticking out of the pants problem? Is that not an issue? You don't find that a troublesome? I don't think dicks are even that threatening. He didn't, I still think there needs to be a distinction between having a boner or not, because I feel like that just changes every situation. <laughs> well, look, if, I, if, if you have a boner on 69 of your fellow football team members, <laughs> that's, just, that's probably not worth a crime, but that's worth a beatdown probably. Yeah. Uh, what about those dudes who make those ve- veil, uh, really thinly veiled uh, weed references in their yearbook slogans? What about those people? Should, oh, they, right. also, should they also be arrested? <laughs> Um, I thought that was the best thing ever when you could do that. But now it's like putting your dick in the photos. Have, is this, is just, is Porky's, is Porky's just a long ago dream that's never going to happen in high school ever again? Are, are pranksters and fun times and just uh, going at it? Is someone, is just, you know, is this sort of a tyranny of the minority where like, you know, 20% of the people who just don't want anyone to have any fun for any reason are just going to just rule the world from now on? Yeah, and there's a lot of money involved. I mean, obviously, the more crimes you charge the general population with, the more people are going to go to jail, and that's a huge money maker for everyone. And you know, they have cops in schools now, and it's like, oh, well, people are getting arrested more. And of course, it's always behind the threat of terrorism because you know Columbine, and so that you know, I got to make sure Columbine doesn't happen again. And um, you know, it's just turned into a police presence in these schools, and. You know, these idiots thinking that they're on a fucking CSI or something and going combing through yearbooks for dick pics. Like, which, my, which of the seven CSIs would that be? Uh, I've never even seen any of them. So, like, that would be like saying in my high school yearbook, I took as a just as another stupid joke, I took a photo as an alter ego and they put it in the yearbook. So it was, I was Johnny Blaze and it was my same photo because I just wrote that on the thing. So what, like going back, they're going to say you were impersonating another uh, person and stealing their identity or providing false information. Like, we've Aren't they going to say that you were the kid who was sodomized brutally as a freshman in front of the entire party? <laughs> I just feel kind of bad for you. Everyone's going to can't up- pull. You can't pull pranks. You basically cannot pull pranks anymore. Uh, you can't do office pranks. You can't do jokes. I got in trouble once at an office uh, for giving someone one of those cards like – uh, you know, those, uh, the greeting Carson with like the obese woman on the tiny bicycle. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I see. We still laugh. Those are funny. Like the 400 pound woman, like in a thong, like on top of a tricycle or whatever. Right. And it says like happy big, I don't know what the hell it says. It's it's like, if you go to the funny section of the card section, mm-hmm. used to find those. I bet you don't do that anymore. This is a few years ago. I bet you don't find those anymore. Right. But right, it, was, it was always under humor and other category, like for Hallmark or something. And I gave it to someone in the office and someone else saw it and got offended, was offended by it. Uh, and I got in trouble for that. And that's like, you know, to me, that's like, it's even less than sticking your dick out in the yearbook photo. That's just stupid. I mean, it's like, you can't even do like a little practical joke anymore without actual real consequences coming down on you. No, and we have to have some common sense on this and understand that shit happens. Like, I I had a friend whose dad, I don't want to give away too much information here, but his dad is a major producer in LA, like just everything. Like he's way up there, right? Very well respected, obviously. And uh, he was working at a TV studio and he went to take a leak and he wasn't wearing underwear. And, you know, he made just wasn't paying attention. And he, he kind of was walking around talking to people with his dick hanging out for a while. 
And uh, so the well, no, this, this sounds a little more suspicious. <laughs> this is the higher ups had to come to him and be like, "We gotta get you off this project." Yeah, you know, we're not gonna try. We'll just hire you next time. But look, sometimes your dick falls out. Why yeah, hey, when, so gotta, hey, when, of, you gotta hate when that happens. Everyone's so afraid of dick. It's just a dick, you know. Like everyone's seen a dick. You know, your average woman sucked fucking twenty of them. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, those Mesa high school sluts. <laughs> They've been through a lot of them. Uh, you know, I think you need to work on your stories a little bit. The dude walking around the office with his dick hanging out—that's the new one. That was an accident. I, 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 I had a relative who had a friend who got arrested for uh, jogging with his dick hanging out, and then he's like, "Oh, I didn't, know. I didn't know." Well, you're wearing like little tiny hooter shorts and no underwear, and this is like the fifth time it's happened. So, I think you're well aware your fucking junk is hanging out when you're jogging, like hanging out the bottom. Him. It was just hanging out the side of his shorts. Yeah, it's, it's actually just, a really smart way if you get off on that kind of thing to do that until it got caught. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. At that point, I think you just plead down and try and get off that shit. Don't defend yourself at that point. Uh, I'm sorry about your producer friend. Alexa fucking chick is wang out in the office in front of people. Uh, <laughs> poor guy in Mesa High School. I agree. There's zero tolerance policies. Are just fucking idiotic. This whole thing where they can't they can't express like. I think it's just there's part of what you say your big uh, black helicopter conspiracies, but also the fact that they're so scared of being sued by anybody and, and being you know inc- politically incorrect or not following the rules and being why did you follow Rule seventy five A or whatever? So these zero these administrators have zero tolerance policies because the only way to cover their ass is by making sure they follow every single fucking letter of the law and extend it even further. Right, and that way they can never get in trouble because if they fo- if I follow the rules I cannot get in trouble. Therefore I'm not going to use my mind to make any any sort of subjective judgments anymore. Yeah. And then there was a person then, the second person was a person who went to all the people who had the yearbook from the year before and sent them a letter saying, we need to confiscate your yearbook because uh, Johnny, whatever his name is, put his fucking dick out. So please send back your yearbook. We'll pay for postage. We're going to reprint the photo. We're going to cut him out, reprint the photo, and mail you back your yearbook photo, thereby turning this little prank into like... You know, a huge fucking story and a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, because all that happened at that point is everyone gets their yearbook out and starts looking for the dick. And the yeah, photo. it's kind of think 20 years from now you have beers at a bar and you're like, didn't that guy stick his dick out in the yearbook photo? <laughs> no, that didn't happen. And then you go back and someone tries to find the basement and like, oh yeah, there's this fucking dick. Like, no one gets fucking hurt. Uh, that was a horrible shit you not story. Oh, and your friend, I hope your friend's dad gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote on the show? Uh, Twitter at Matthew Ralston and MattRalston.net. Yeah, don't, don't wear dolphin shorts without underwear. <laughs> hey, by the way, any story starts out like he didn't realize his dick was hanging out of his pants. <laughs> That's, that is more unbelievable than the record producer <laughs> story. You never like, forgot to zip your pants up? Yeah, but now they're, now they're like, how can you leave and walk out of the bathroom with your dick hanging out? I don't. I don't I mean, get well, your well, I'll say this: if you're you? really if you're really drunk, I can see that happening, but not at the office. Like at a bar, I can see that possibly happening if you're just wasted. You're an old guy. You've been, you know, like one out of every hundred thousand times you go into the bath. Yeah, you never see old dudes on the Megan's Law website getting arrested for sex crimes. It's always just young guys, <laughs> librarian. Uh, Brian, you're not you're not buying that. <laughs> uh, sound engineer, star Brian. Selects. Talk to you next week. Last minute, Earth.